0: Beyond Infinity. 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 Welcome to Beyond Infinity, Piers Cunningham and John Young talking science and technology. Now, John, you have got your hot little hands on a new device, and it relates to a review about a, a product we did earlier in the year called The Remarkable, mm. which... Offered this sort of paper-like experience for, I guess it's good for people who do lots of um, graphic work or architects or design lawyers, that kind of students. Stuff.
1: Yeah, a lot, a lot of different applications for anyone that likes to take notes for sure.
0: Okay, so, so today you're going to tell us about a a new product that's similar to that. Uh, called the Onyx Books Note Air that you've just taken possession of. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, so, you know, the reason we did the Remarkable Story earlier this year is because, and I think I mentioned in the podcast, is because I was looking for a tablet that I could easily write notes with because I think I even said in that podcast that, look, I I still like that that, that writing experience, so using a pen to actually make notes. And I would normally have paper by my side with a pen, a, you know, a proper ink pen, but storing mm-hmm. those notes, whether it be in the cloud or, or locally or being able to recall those notes or even just mark off things or sketch out ideas, um, you, you can lose the notes uh, or sometimes your desk gets really cluttered. And so that was at the time earlier this year, I thought look, Remarkable 2 is going to be the one that I want to get. And uh, I think it was around about sort of, you know, May, June of 2020 when, you know, they, the company kept saying, well, listen, it's pre-order now, you can, um, you go on the list, you can, you know, buy, pre-buy it now and we'll then ship it out. And there was not a lot of communication that came from these companies. I didn't invest early on. I didn't buy it. But I kept watching the online chatter and people were getting a little bit upset with the lack of communication and the pushback, the delays, which were understandable delays due to the COVID pandemic situation around the world. Right. Uh, Okay. And then it got to the point where I started really researching other options because um, people are now saying oh well hang on there's this other tablet that's actually just come out it's got some really good specs i think it actually blows the remarkable out of the water so i had a look and sure enough it um it is is pretty special so yes as you mentioned it's the onyx books note air it's a new product uh, onyx have a number of different sort of e-ink displays and tablets but this one is designed to be you know, thin, lightweight, and sort of that, that cutting-edge type technology. It's a 10.3-inch uh, display, e-ink uh, display, which has got mm-hmm. capacitive touch on the screen. So that means you can do your your, your pinch-to-zoom type things. It's got an right. octo-core CPU, 3 gigabytes of RAM, and 32 gigabytes of storage. Now, the reason I chose this one was, well, there's a few... Um, This actually runs a sort of pared-down version of Android. So you know that I'm right right across the Android system, um, and it means that I can sign in or log into my uh, Google Play account on this tablet, on this e-ink display, and download some apps to actually use. Now, the Remarkable itself didn't really allow you to do that. The Remarkable is very much just a you know, a paper tablet where you can write notes, store those notes. And if you want to read a few things, you can, but you have to go through a bit of a process to sort of, like, for example, if you bought a Kindle book, you would have to um, take away the, uh, the permissions um, and then go through a process on your computer, transfer it to the tablet. A little bit cumbersome for, for, for what I liked. But on this tablet, I've got installed Google Play Books and Kindle natively and that means that I can then you know buy books and download them and when, okay. I, when I'm reading those that also syncs with my um you know, with my phone if I want to continue reading in that
0: area as well Right, because I was going to actually ask you, that you were describing the, t- the screen and what it looks like, and I'm just wondering, is it similar to a Kindle screen, It's uh, but with the touch and the capacitive uh, capability that you mentioned? Yes. Uh, so it's kind of like a, it's a very low glare, it's, it's good for reading at night, it doesn't bother your eyes, it's not alerting with the blue light that a normal... LCD or OLED screen can have on your eyes, especially if you're reading at night or in darkened room or in bed or that sort of scenario, yeah. they don't really recommend using them. But I've noticed on Kindles, it's almost like looking at a page. It's very low impact on the old eyes. It, and
1: it's, it's exactly that. And it's, you know, it's an e-ink display. So, and you're not getting the kind of reflectivity you would get from a, you know, a full sort of glass screen. It is, it is like a, it is a glass, but it's like a matte kind of finish as well. So you're not getting a, yeah. a full yeah. reflection. And it, is it black and white? Black and white only. Yeah. Well, this one. So this one here, it's kind of like a light grey screen with the, the the black ink. But what it also has right. is backlighting, and it also allows you to adjust the temperature of the light. So. I can turn on an orangey or pinky kind of colour or it goes back to like a a, a grey-blue kind of colour if I slide along the screen. And that also increases Mm -hmm. the brightness. So it's supposed to simulate a sun look as well, plus also the brightness display. So, for example, yesterday afternoon I decided to sit outside and um, I was just having a, a read of a Kindle book. And I didn't need any of the backlighting on just because the, the contrast that was available to me from the outdoor lighting was perfect. And yes, just like what, you've, what people would experience with a Kindle, with those um, e-ink displays, it's very pretty much the same kind of experience there.
0: It sounds really good. And so that, that temperature variation is kind of to, in a way, to like set the mood or create ambience, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's just like a personal taste thing.
1: Yeah. if you Look, if I'm reading on the couch, for example, and it's still it's late afternoon, but I need a bit of light, maybe I need a bit more color on the, on the display just to, to, to liven it up. Or if I'm in bed, I might still need a backlight, but I just want it as gray, as dark as possible. So I've got that option to adjust the temperature and the, and the brightness as well, which I don't believe The Remarkable has, or if it does, it's certainly not to this degree.
0: Right. Well it sounds like a great product. Sounds like a really good product for people. So it presumably comes with a stylus, so you or do you buy that as a separate product?
1: It comes so it does come with it. What I bought was a a kit or a package because it is still somewhat a new product. I don't know how long this this package will come together, but I got the you know the tablet obviously I got a a case that it sticks to, and the pen, and also got a pen holder, and got a a couple of screen protectors. Now I haven't put the screen protectors on yet. Uh, I've read some reviews online that it's pretty difficult to do these, and not many people are able to do it without getting bubbles, so I'm a little bit cautious on putting the screen protector on. That's probably one of the downsides. Uh, but yep. so far, I haven't really, you know, needed to worry about that. But I believe, you know, if you're looking to buy this, you can get the um, the, the p- full package at the moment. But in future, it might cost a little bit extra to then buy the the, the case. But because this is an e-ink tablet designed to be written on, yes, the um, the pen itself does come with it. It's quite comfortable yep. to hold. It's a bit. It's it's almost the thickness of more of a, a sort of a sharpie. Texture, a texture type thing. It's got, mm-hmm. it's got a textured um, sort of edge with you know long sort of thick uh, lines along uh, the, the length of it, so it gives you a nice sort of grip to hold. And then the tips are these little sort of plasticky nibs that you over time it wears down because you're writing, so it's almost like you know. Um, uh, you know, the old grey lead pencils that you'd have to sharpen. Well, with these, mm. you have to remove the old nib when it wears down too much, and then replace it with a new. And that it allows for more precision because you get a sort of a, a, a very tight point uh, at the end of these, so you can get really fine lines when you're drawing on the screen as well, which is really
0: good. That sounds great. So you can actually wear down like you could with a pencil. You can wear down. You can sort of shape the the nib that comes standard into a into a sharper point for more precision over time with use
1: yeah look and, and you're not you're not the one sort of sharpening the, the nib itself it's just by the resistance yeah the contact, uh, the contact, the contact on the screen, the, the screen it yeah. wears it yeah. down and now what doesn't come with the package is any spare nibs uh, i have seen mm-hmm. some reports online that they can be a little bit fragile as well and that for example one person dropped their pen on the ground and it did break the nib off and they don't have uh, another one to replace it with but what i have mm-hmm. done is well, the beauty of this because it is e-ink is i actually went ahead and i purchased the remarkable pen and so you don't have to use the the pen that comes with this e ink there's actually a number of different options so i also because what i was reading online in some of the reviews is listen the pen's pretty good but the remarkable pen is great it's amazing so i decided to buy that and test it and i've got to say it does it feel good that one does come with nibs but they're not nibs that you can't you can't take those nibs and put them into the other pen. They're actually unique to each, each pen. I've got two pens at the moment. I know that there's a few other aftermarket, third-party manufacturers that are making pens as well. And maybe you know if listeners are interested as well, I can do a bit of a review on those
0: other options And if that's what people want to hear. Okay. So the one that it came with, the pen that came with does that actually slot into the screen? Is there like a little port for it to be stored or does it just, just transport separately to the screen? It's
1: got magnets on uh, within the pen and it sits mm-hmm. on the right-hand side. So uh, you'll hear this click. So that, yep. that was the pen then attaching to the side of the tablet. It's a pretty weak magnet. It doesn't take much to knock it off. It's not something mm-hmm. where I'd be comfortable in putting them against the tablet and then throwing it into my bag and then thinking it would still be there when I pull it out. It does right. It does fall off. So the kit that I got comes with a, a sort of a flat-backed piece of you know, plastic 3M tape and then a little bit of stretchy material on the face of it, which allows me to slot the pen into that and I can stick that onto the tablet case. I'm not sure I want to do that at the moment because my um, I've got other ways to store the pencil uh, through my laptop case. So at this stage, I'm not worrying about sticking that extra on there.
0: And just one other question about of that and, and the one that you bought. Do you need to charge them up? Are they are they powered or not? The
1: pen itself is not powered. It's just purely the nib that uh, interacts with the e ink display. Uh, mm-hmm. It must have some sort of conductivity. I don't know exactly how it works, um, but part of that capacitive touchscreen, but it's interacting with the screen. There's nothing else in the pen other than the plastic that makes it up and then the nib itself and the magnets. Okay. Uh, the, yep. the only thing yeah, that needs charging up is the tablet. Now, I've given it uh, I've given it a pretty good run. I've had it now for a bit over a week. I've been using it every single day. I have charged mm-hmm. it once, but I only got it down to about 30% overall before I charged it. And I, I think it uses a bit more battery because of the backlighting. So the, the Remarkable might get more longevity because it hasn't necessarily got the same lighting. But... You know, this one's got more use because of the environment that you can be in. You're, you know, you're not getting colours on here. It's not, it's not something where you're watching videos. So standby is great. Actual use is is really good. Uh, I think from reading a book the other night, I was, you know, reading for about two or three hours, and maybe I lost four or five percent or something. Um, it wasn't actually that right. much. It was, it, it was almost not noticeable. Mm. One thing that I will mention is. Built into the software is these refresh modes. So when, I don't know if you've used an e-ink tablet before, but if you're using an e-ink tablet, depending on the mode that it's in, it may have some ghosting. So what that means is if you're trying to scroll through a page or if you actually, you can actually watch videos on here, you can actually watch YouTube if you choose. It's not a great experience, but you can do it. Uh, mm-hmm. It holds on to the e-ink if you haven't got the refresh rate up to a high enough level what you might do is have a low refresh rate if you're using a static text so when you're reading a book low refresh rate is perfect ordinary text no problem but if yep. you decide that you need to scroll through or watch a video that same refresh mode is not going to work because it's holding on to to the e-ink it must sort of set it in place more more permanently i guess at that time so you can go yep. up through different modes so there's normal mode speed mode a2 mode and x mode and when you go up to x mode it basically just allows you to smoothly go through to scroll through all these high intense things whether it be looking at a web page and it's got a lot of images on there and you want to scroll through it it's not sort of necessarily ghosting or jumping it's actually smoothly going
0: through which is really good that's a great that's a great feature you're listening to beyond infinity infinity
1: thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.
0: You can split screen it. So it's big enough for you to have two apps running side by side. Yeah, one of the, the benefits
1: of an Android platform is allowing you to do that kind of thing. I can do it on my on my phone, the Oppo Find X2 Pro. I know a lot of phones can do it. But this device as well, the Egan tablet, does allow you to do it. Not every single app is supported, but many are. And not every app allows you to use the pen that well. So if I want to make notes, I actually have to use the, 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 the note-taking app that came with the device. Yes, there are the third party apps that I can download, but for the one that you get the best experience on, it's it's best to use the one that, that came with it. So for example, if I download a PDF, I can annotate that PDF, make notes if I like, but I have to use the app from Onyx to make that work properly. So the app, I think it's like Neo Reader or something like that is is what they created. I couldn't just open the PDF using an Adobe PDF reader and then expect to be able to make the, the notes that I like. So, okay. so so it does depend, like the split screen, yes, you can do. I had that the other day where I was reading a, a programming book and then I had a, a um, programming um, screen as the other split screen and I was able to test out some of that code, a little bit cumbersome, um, but for the most part, it's pretty good. There are um, operations where that will be, you know, pretty helpful. You know, I've downloaded, as I've said, a few different apps because it's the Google Play Store. There's a bit of a process in setting that up. You have to, and it's a fairly simple process. So even someone that's not that tech friendly could get this. But you have to request access to the Google Play Store and then Google will come back and effectively say yes that's okay instead of registering your actual device to the system. It's not just straight out of the box, bang you can use it. You, there's a, a better two or three step process, but it is pretty straightforward. Mm. I'm pretty happy with how the notes actually come together. You know, I've got multiple notebooks, you know I can easily draw, I can change pen types so whether I want a, a pencil, a paintbrush, an ink pen, a highlighter, whether I want to use shapes, I can increase the thickness of any of those things as well. If I draw something and then want this size to increase, well I can select that area and I can drag to to, to increase. If I had a picture I wanted to trace, I can then use layers, so I could open up the picture, I could add a second layer over the top of it, which is a transparent layer, I could then copy or trace whatever I like, and then I can delete the underlying image, and then I've got the, the traced item. So if you want to learn how to draw on an e-link tablet, that might be you know, one way to start. Um, if it's just for notes, this is perfect for that. Uh, I haven't been using it for, I guess, notes as much as I have been for reading, but for the limited use that I have had for the reading itself, it has been very, very good. Very happy with that. I have seen the reports online saying that it's you don't get the same experience with this as you would get on the Remarkable. The, the Remarkable is a device that has the most pencil-like uh, interaction with an e display. But you know, I wanted something that was replicated, but I needed to have the other functions, the easiness to use other apps, whether it be Kindle yeah. or you know the Play Store or whatever that is, which the Remarkable just didn't have. So it ticked more boxes for me. Prices fairly similar. The pricing is 479.99 US. And I mm-hmm. think in some cases, depending on where you are in the world, it's plus delivery. I think I think I had to pay delivery, uh, but it wasn't much um, to get it here. Uh, it was delivered pretty quick, I think within about three weeks. I think the only delay was more due to you know the lack of flights getting to Australia at the
0: time. Okay, so you had to actually order it from a, an overseas e-tailer and then have it delivered from overseas. So it's not actually being sold by Amazon in Australia or, or local there local is, vendors? I
1: did see after I purchased it, I did see that there is a big chain online Is supplying it here in Australia. It's of a similar price. That was after I purchased it. So, you know, we we can post links, um, you know, where people want to buy. But it's, I think, it is available on Amazon. I chose to buy direct because the price wasn't that much different, and I felt that in terms of warranty or questions and things like that, potentially it would be easier to, to go directly through them. Because, you know, look, things can go wrong, especially with some newer type tech e-ink displays are maturing but they're still fairly new kind of technology and this is a brand new device it's you know it's quite um sort of cutting edge i guess if you will for the e-ink displays and there's potential for things to go wrong it's not waterproof it has uh you know you don't want to get it wet in any way not we're not talking about like your phones, where you can throw them into the into the bathtub and they'll be fine, you know, for a little while. It's nothing like that. So you you do have to protect it. I'm not too worried about. It's not. It doesn't feel bendy at all. So I'm not worried about it bending in the in the bag. It's still got enough. It's like an aluminium backing with the, the glass face, but you still want to be um, cautious and careful with it as well.
0: Yeah. So you're using it. I noticed you can get a wireless keyboard to go with this. I think it's sold by the, the the manufacturer so that you can input data. But by the sound of things, your main use is for, I mean, potentially sketching or using the stylus to input data or browsing and reading yeah. ebooks and, and things that you would normally use a, a kindle for yeah. just on a bigger yeah. format with more interactive ability and also obviously the access to different apps and stuff through android and through google play
1: yeah i'm not really interested in the keyboard for it i mean i've got the laptop which works really well yeah. but what the, the laptop yeah. now my laptop does have a pen um you know it's a hp spectre laptop it's a few years old now but it does have a pen but that pen Uh, is nowhere near as precise as as what I would like. And it does require those quadruple A batteries, which are expensive and they tend to run out pretty quick. So I always find that whenever I wanted to use the pen on my laptop, the battery was flat or it just felt that it just was cumbersome. So in terms of requiring a a keyboard, well, I've got that with a laptop. I don't need an an additional one for here. Just using it for mainly the reading and the note-taking. For me, I think it opens up a different part of the mind. Sometimes when I feel when I'm typing things out on the computer... My brain is telling me to be precise and clear and and simple and to, to get that into the notes. You know, you don't want all this fluff. You want, to, you want to type it, get it out quick. Sometimes my typing doesn't keep up with my brain, so I just need to keep it up quick. But I find that if I'm writing notes, well, I can be as messy as I like. I can switch pages. I can start going off in different tangents and then coming back into different areas. And, and my brain functions in a little different way. And for me, that, that was one of the, the key attractions you know a note taking you know app that i can use to, to do this I, I think it does yeah, i know what you mean yeah. i think
0: it's it's true if you make it making notes it's like when we when we do our podcast so I, I, i'm a firm believer in printing stuff out and then making little annotated notes and or summarizing things, just in hand, handwriting on a, on a notebook. I don't know. There's something about... I think I find I retain things more if I've done that mm. rather than if I've just seen the printed text or read it off a screen or even typed notes. And obviously, most people can write... Their handwriting or their note-taking is faster and simpler and easier to do than, than inputting through a keyboard. Yes. I mean, I know there are people who are much better typers than I am who can punch out stuff faster than they can handwrite... One thing I was going to ask you about the handwriting feature on this is: Does it have software, or is there software available that will convert that will will actually recognise your handwriting, convert it to text if you want it to? Yes,
1: it is. Yeah. So there's original recognition and reflow recognition. So I can write on my notes. uh, My handwriting is probably the worst in the world, Uh, Hmm. and it. I, I would say at the moment the the recognition is about. 60 to 70% of my handwriting. So I'm finding that there's still words and letters that it just mixes up. I have seen plenty of examples through review videos where if you can write well, then uh, it actually does an amazing job. So I think that's probably more sloppiness on my part. I think this might also help to retrain me a little bit to actually write better because if I want to convert things so that it becomes an email or, or, or notes or whatever, then I have to write better so that it actually converts easier rather than then going back and doing re-edits. But yes,
0: it could So it, could, it be a, could be an incentive for incentive for people to get their handwriting looking a bit better, yeah. which, I mean, in this day and age with email and stuff, it's uh, it's less and less of, of something that people kind of need to do. But for this sort of thing, and I guess the technology will get better, uh, and maybe, maybe there'll be a kind of a learning algorithm which will, will sort of, the software will get used to the way you write. Perhaps the edits and corrections that you make over time will be learnt by it so that it can actually get better at recognising your, your dodgy uh, handwriting. And I
1: think that's in future, or maybe not for this model, maybe not even upgrade, I'm not sure, but I think in the future there's going to be some kind of machine learning which as you start and type and then you write and then as you self-correct that, it's going to learn how you write, how you construct your sentences and will then know what you actually mean and then convert that to, to proper text. And even maybe there'll be some predicting of text, or things that you might write as well. That That's definitely the future
0: that I see for, for that, for sure. I was actually going to ask you, this cloud backup uh, is available to this? The memory that's built in is fairly small, but I presume that there's, there's cloud backup as well?
1: There is. I've not uh, signed up for the, the backup. You can create a free account with Onyx and then you can back it up to the cloud and then share it across devices. I haven't gone mm-hmm. that far yet. You can also install... Gmail if you like Onto this device So right. I could copy and paste I've, I've handwritten out the notes And then I've used the AI to, to To then convert that to text I could copy that text And put that into a into an email and then send that off if I, if I, if handy, I chose. It? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's Good. So the, the left-hand side of the display on the vertical, it's got six different shortcuts. There's library, store, notes, storage, apps, and settings. The library is more for recent things that you've been reading, PDFs, EPUBs, I guess Quick Links for there. Store is... So the Onyx Own Store, if you want to buy some of their books, I haven't done anything with that one. Notes is you can create different notebooks in there, different ideas. And then within the notebooks, and you can add as many pages as you like. I don't know if there's a limit to the number of pages there. Storage is more of a file management area. Uh, apps is when you can download from Google Play or, or reorder the apps that, that are available on here as ready. I mean, there's you know there's dictionary, there's calendar, there's re- music, there's recorder, email, uh, calculator, gallery. Now, a lot of the basic stuff that you would expect. And then settings is, is, is exactly what you'd expect it to be mm. with firmware updates. It does connect with Wi-Fi, uh, which is which is quite good. So I just connected to the system. There was a software update that I did straight away, and it's been really smooth. As soon as I close the, the display, it goes into sleep mode, and if I don't use it for, I think, 24 hours, which I've, I've set that up, I've set it basically after 24 hours, it turns the power off. And then as soon as I open the... Uh, the cover, as long as it was only on sleep mode, it just turns straight back on and goes back to where you were in that that last step. So, so far, um, you you know, I'm really, really happy with it. No complaints. Uh, I'll, you know, continue to report on it. If if we come across problems, of course, I can let people know, but it's definitely something that if you want to take notes if you're a student if a lawyer teacher you know whatever profession that is that you require to take notes this might be something that you could actually utilize you can import your pdfs and then in the neo app the neo reader app that comes natively with the device you can annotate straight at the top whether it be highlight whether it be circle or just scribble down some notes over the top of that as well very, very handy. Or if you're just a reader, if you just want to use that to download from Kindle Books or Google Play Books, uh, you can certainly just uh, use it as a a reader as well. You can take notes within the Kindle software, but it's not as easy as the native app that comes with the device.
0: Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a really, uh, a really interesting device. And I guess it's sort of competing with the likes of an iPad or a uh a tablet of a, of a similar size, except it's it's going to be probably cheaper. It's got that interactivity which Kindles don't have, and it's got that sort of display which doesn't alert you at night, in particular. And it's just it's just a softer experience. I mean, I've I've used a Kindle, not a lot, but I, I have used them, and uh, and they're they're really soft on your eyes compared with reading text off a an iPad or a backlit tablet with with color and with a, a much brighter LCD display. This sort of device is uh, it's kind of it's filling a gap, if you like, in in terms of what you use it for, and and that note taking capability and the and text recognition, the ability to convert to printed text, really really useful.
1: Probably the final thing, and one of the more important of them is that it is distraction free and i and i mean that by you know if you're on the if you're on your mobile phone and you decide that well I, of course I can read I've got a big enough phone I can read a book on the Kindle app on my phone yeah sure of course you can but then all of a sudden you might get an, an email pop up notification or a social media like or share or button or something that happens and so you're distracted and you you switch across to that and then all of a sudden you're watching a YouTube video or or, or reading the news and you you're out of the environment that you had actually sat down to to be in whereas with this tablet I found that when I'm in the reading app uh, in the Kindle app I'm staying in there and I'm reading until I actually decide to stop, not because I've got some notification pop-up. When I decide that I'm done, that's when I'm done. So uh, that fills that gap, I think, between having a tablet, like, as you say, an iPad or whatever Android tablet people might use, which also allows for distractions. It's in between pen and paper, the physical old school style paper, and a tablet, which might be more functional, but it might be too many distractions within that as well.
0: Indeed. Well, it sounds uh, a really interesting product at a good price point and lots of features. The Onyx Books Note Air is John's latest gadget. We will include links if you want to buy this through our website. We, we would welcome the purchase through our site. That does allow us to collect a commission from the vendor and it does not, doesn't cost you any more to do it that way. That's basically an affiliate system that exists. So if you want to click through and get hold of one of these things yourself, uh, you can do so through our website. So thanks, John. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on
1: iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPP on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.